0: You're listening to the Ready to Go podcast, where we equip Christians to engage culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Welcome back again to the Ready to Go podcast. My name is John Christensen. I'm joined again by evangelist Jeff Framke. This episode, we're going to be finishing up our short series on common worldviews. Last episode, we talked about Mormonism, and today we're going to be looking at a somewhat related topic, Jehovah's Witnesses. What do they believe? How is it different from Mormonism? How is being a Jehovah's Witness different from Christianity? And how do we lovingly point them to the real Christ? And so Jeff, would you open us here by kind of giving us a brief overview of of Jehovah's Witnesses? Yes,
1: um, quickly, things to know is they uh, do believe and reference the Bible. However, be aware that it is a changed, slightly changed Bible. So the Watchtower Bible is what they use. But a lot of it is similar. We can use those verses. Um, they do not believe that Jesus is God, uh, but a uh, created entity, in fact, the first created entity, and that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, only 144,000 uh, go to heaven.
0: And they're also, just like any other false religion, they're workspace, and they have to, they have to earn their way to heaven. And so Jeff when they, when they come to your door how how, how do you engage them Welcome
1: them say? in <laughs> give them something to drink just similar to when Mormons knock at your door I mean welcome the opportunity to try and share truth with them That's what we are trying to do as good Christians So um ask them questions hey have you been uh you know tell me about your 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 walk uh your with JWs and you know tell me about this how you became one and um you know, starting engaging and then, you know, slowly direct the conversation um, to, uh, you know, one that would more entail defending our faith. So, you know, I don't know if you've seen this, John, but I've seen like a couple of debates, you know, with uh, Jehovah Witnesses and Christians and invariably it gets down to, you know, Christians proclaiming the deity of Christ and Jehovah's Jehovah Witness declaring the the human traits of Christ. So um, what's interesting to me is that they put a lot of weight into quoting scripture and believing scripture that points out Jesus' humanity. But they don't give the same amount of weight and belief to other biblical verses that point out Jesus's deity. So that is doesn't make sense to me and I think that's a, a good challenge because they're basically picking and choosing from a book they believe things that they'll believe and that of course is you know that leads to error. So I think that's a good challenge to or a good way to just you know create, A bond. It's like, look, you know, obviously I'm a Christian and we believe Jesus is God, and and you don't. And I can point out verses to you that claim that, and you'll do the same to me with his human side. But, you know, I would talk about, you know, giving the weight to equal weight to scripture. But when you look at Philippians chapter 2, starting in verse 5, we see what's going on, we see the dual nature of God revealed in the scriptures where it says, I'm gonna paraphrase, uh, Jesus who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped but made himself nothing, taking on the very um, form of a servant. So, and, and other translations say the nature of a servant in human form. So it reveals two natures of Christ. And we can see that also in Hebrews chapter 1 and 2, where it talks about Jesus temporarily giving up his lordship and being made lower than the angels. Um, It's the same thing. So we see this, um, here's, here's a college word for you, the hypostatic union, which is the two natures of Christ. And what eventually happens in this discussion is the Jehovah Witnesses is proving Philippians 2 as the Christian is pr- proving Philippians 2. So every, every verse they give just proves Philippians 2 and Hebrews 1 and 2.
0: Yeah, that's great. That, that hypostatic union really is the crux of it. And, you know, when they quote you, the humanity of Jesus, I think they think automatically then that's denying his deity. But the reality is the Bible doesn't present him that way. He presents him as fully God and fully man. Yeah, and we may not fully understand that, but it is something we have to embrace. Yes, and have to accept and and go forward with. Yes, and so when they present human the human side of Jesus, it's yes, absolutely. We we agree that yep. he took we on humanity. We believe that scripture. <laughs> you bet we do. But it doesn't mean you can then deny the other scriptures. Right. Where where do you take people uh, to talk about his his deity? You talked about. Philippians two, kind of, and Hebrews one and two, talking about his condescension and coming down from, from heaven.
1: An automatic one is John one one, but you got to be careful because they slightly changed that one, uh, because people were bringing it up so often. But there's many, many. Um, Colossians one fifteen um, is the image of of he was made in the very image of God. Uh, Colossians two nine, uh, the fullness of deity dwells in him. Hebrews one three um, uh, talks about the he's the radiance uh, the son is the radiance of God and the perfect representation of his being. Um, we've spoken about John eight fifty eight uh, in the past, so we don't even have to go to John one one because they'll they're ready for that. Uh, there's many many other scriptures where we can go.
0: Well, and Jeff, we've spoken about Revelation as well and how how you can use that. As an apologetic to, to combat some of that. Absolutely. Stuff as
1: well. this, this is a really good one. And they, to my knowledge, have not changed this verse yet. So you can use it. Um, so I like to take uh, Jehovah's Witnesses all the way back to the Old Testament, starting in Isaiah 44 6, uh, where it talks about God um, identifying himself as the first and the last. And so I'll have them read that scripture and I say, Who's talking there? And they will rightly say Jehovah God. Yes, correct. And then I'll turn over to Revelation one eight, and um, they'll read that, and I'll I'll say who's who's talking there, and they'll say Jehovah God, and I'll say that's that is correct. And you can actually keep going, uh, Revelation twenty one uh, five through seven, the Alpha and Omega, um, chapter twenty two verse thirteen. Um, all those are descriptives, descriptives of the eternal God, first, last, alpha, omega, um, those types. And every time the, the Jehovah Witness will answer it, that's Jehovah God talking. And they're right. And then you go to Revelation one seventeen, where it says, When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. This is John talking. But he laid his right hand on me saying, fear not. I am the first and the last and the living one. I will ask them, who's talking there? Who's the first and the last there? They'll say, Jehovah God. Absolutely, you're right. And then verse 18 is the one. Verse 18 starts, I died and behold, I am alive evermore. And I have the keys of death and Hades. And I'll look at them and I'll say, did do it? Did Jehovah die? You just said that was Jehovah talking. Did Jehovah die? And they will say, No, Jehovah didn't die, but Jesus did. Jesus did die. So that's a great apologetic using scripture to, you know, get them to see that Jesus is the I am, the first and the last, the, you know, Alpha and Omega.
0: Yeah, I love that apologetic, Jeff. And even 22, 13, after you've kind of gone through all this, you can go back to that too and look at v- verse 13 there in chapter 22, but also verse 12, because it really talks about Jesus Says, Behold, I'm coming quickly, and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. So it's, it's Jesus that's coming back. And so again, it's another picture of Jesus saying, Alpha and Omega beginning and the end. I just love that apologetic, Jeff. And so we would really encourage you all to for sure, commit to memory this revelation apologetic, which is so effective as far as as displaying that Christ and the Father are are one.
1: yeah, and I would add too, it's it's not like we want to get you aha. Uh-huh. It's to do that in a loving way so that they might be open to the gospel. And so from there, we want to say let me let me tell you how the Bible teaches. You can make it to heaven.
0: Well, next episode, we're going to hear from another special guest, Greg Steer. Greg is the founder and president of Dare to Share, an international ministry designed to mobilize Christian youth all over the world to share their faith. He has an inspiring testimony and will have great insight for us. You won't want to miss it. So we hope you'll join us next time. But until then, keep sharing Jesus. Let's go.